I'm Callie Lampy, and you are listening to the Surfing Lessons Podcast, where my daddy shares a daily gift with you from the ocean. All right, guys, welcome to the Surfing Lessons Podcast. I am your host, Ryan P. Lampy, and today's surfing lesson is don't hide. You're not alone. Gentlemen, this is going to be a deep and a solid episode. So sit back, relax, and listen. Soak this in. This is the foundation of this entire podcast, what I'm doing. Yes, there's lessons. There's an entire you know, culture and a, a way of being that I want inside of men, inside of surfing, Inside, you know, us not using surfing as an excuse to escape reality, escape the pain inside of our lives. Not just surfing. For me, before surfing, those video games, those fishing, there's always something in life that I'm using to escape what I don't want to look at, what I don't want to see. And so at the very foundation of it all is this pain. And inside of this pain, I can feel very alone very hurt, very small, and like no one can see me, no one can really hear me, understand me, and no one can feel me. Today, I haven't surfed for quite a few days. I don't even, I lost track. I think it's been six, maybe seven. I'm not sure. It's frustrating. It's not the end of the world, but there's a frustration that goes there. You know, and other men, and especially like in Hawaii, where surfing is their fucking life, like you read or you watch movies, you know, like Laird Hamilton and some of these big surfers where when seasons go by and there's no waves, like they have been susceptible to becoming suicidal even, going into deep depression. This is like the most badass men. They go into deep depression. Their wives can't count on them. Their children can't count on them. There's a deep pain. And this is just surfing. In this, in, this deep, in this deep pain, we often feel like we are alone. And so the message of this entire episode, and really the message of this entire podcast is, you are not alone. You look at all the surfers, like surfing is a game where it's, you know, a lot of people see it as a loner sport. And in many ways it is. You're in the water and you're alone. It's just you. You in the wave. It's you in the ocean. You in God. You in yourself. That's all there is. Your buddies, you're... Rooting them on, having a good time. You! Woo! Awesome. Fired up. At the end of the day, they're on their own wave. You're on your own wave. Even if you're on a party wave, it's not like you guys are slashing up that wave as a team. You're alone. But here's the thing. Even in the loneliest parts of surfing, you look at competition. You look at, have you, if you guys watched Momentum Surfers, I highly recommend that movie. Momentum Generation. That's where it is. On HBO. Momentum Generation talks about Kelly Slater and all the guys growing up with him, that whole culture that they created. And it's this, it's this culture of competition that created a lot of pain. You look at Rob Machado being alone as a surfer. He went to this soul surfing direction because there was a lot of pain there. He admits there's a lot of pain in the competition. It's not what he wanted. And it seems like it's an alone sport. Everybody on their own. Kelly Slater's on his own to win championships by himself. At the same time, you look at it, and none of them are alone. They all have the same exact 
pain inside of them. They just do different things with it. Some of them quit the circuit. Some of them go soul surfing. Some of them give it everything they have. They say, fuck everything else in life. I'm going to be the best surfer in the world. No, what, no matter what it is, there's this pain deep inside that resonates with all of them that they're running from, that they're hiding from. There's two things that we do as men when we have that pain. And we don't want to show up and be real with it. We think that we are alone. We either hide or we hype. We hide or we hype. And I'm a master. I am a fucking master at both of them. And so what got me going today, I'm doing this episode, is man, like I'm a part of many coaching groups and I create coaching groups and I I'm there with men, and it, it usually the conversation usually starts like this. They think they are the most alone person in the world. And I understand because this is me. I I would blame the entire world thinking that me and my body, if you know my story, like no one else knows my struggle. And everybody who I have seen, whether it's my dad, friends, anyone who has had anything similar to my situation, they gave up. Or they tried to overcompensate and fuck themselves over even more which I've done both of those. But now I've overcome that and I see in other men the same thing. And that's just body. It goes across my entire life. And in one of my groups, one of these guys just came out and he was talking about how he's been hiding lately. And how, what's crazy is this guy, he makes a lot of money. He has multiple businesses. His wife makes good money. So it's not like they have no money. It's not that. But he feels, his pain is he feels like he's not enough as a businessman. He's not making it. He's not being a fucking man in his family. And he feels small. He feels like he feels little and not enough, not competent, not like the fucking man. Doesn't feel like he should be, he's not respectable, admirable, inspiring. And so what he's done with that is he's hidden himself from his friends. Just kind of tucked away, put his head down and grinded. And he feels ashamed. He feels guilty. This is what he's telling. He feels guilty and ashamed with his wife. But that's not just him. It's all of us. So this is what this episode is about. You are not alone. We are all the same. I don't care if you're a competition surfer and you think that it's you against the entire world. Guess what? That's what everybody else thinks also. At the end of the day, we are all one together. Whether it's your body, I'm, I'm going to lay, lay out a list of pains. This is just some off the top of my head right now. That we as men, we have these pains and we either hide or we completely put a fucking fake ass mask on. And hype it up and act like things are fucking way better than they actually are. Either that or we hide away and take off and go surfing or take off and go to the bar or whatever we do. Watch movies, drown our lives out in video games, Netflix, pornography, whatever it is. These are some pains. There's a fucking thousand of them. I'm going to give you a little taste. For me, it starts with the body. What's caused me to hide, caused me to hype. I've hidden behind my body so much my entire life. Me and my injuries, 
you know, forget, I'm just going to take it off of me just a little bit. I, I know you guys are used to me sharing a lot about myself, my own pains, my own struggles. But just to make the case that we're all like this, I'm going to share pains that I experience with guys that they share with me that is the real fucking struggle that we all go through that I want to be the light for the world. That I want for everyone to see that they are not alone, that you are not alone. So in the bodies, whether they feel overweight, they feel never big enough, never enough muscle, never low enough body fat, can never be strong enough. For me, it was never being able to lift enough weight, even if it was three times my body weight. It was, it was never enough. Still never enough. I never felt enough in my body. Sexually. All around. A big one. Struggle in our faith. Whether you go to church, whether you don't feel lost. I know guys who don't go to church and they they feel so damn lost. They hate the church. They hate whatever God may be. Why are we so alone? Why don't he show himself? Others are, they've been brought up Christian. And they still don't have any answers. Brought up in the church. Brought up different ways. Buddhists. And the pain is that God doesn't understand me. Is he even there? It's just like this confusion. Feeling lost. Where is he at? Why won't he listen to me? Here's my deepest pains. God, why don't you hear me? Why don't you listen to me? Why is my life so fucked up still? Where are you at? Look at my family. Look at my financial situation. Look at my body. Where are you, God? It seems like to me, you are who you say you are. Or church, we give our lives to the church. A lot of guys give their lives in service to the church, only to be grinded out. At the end of the day, feel like, what? what why did I even do all this for? Huge one. This is why I touch on all the time in this podcast. But it's family. It's one of the biggest things closest to my heart. But the, the lack of connection with our wives, with our children, not feeling like I'm ever enough for my wife, can't be a good enough father for my kids, no matter how much I work, no matter how much I try to show up for them, no matter how much. I try, no matter how much coaching and books and whatever, money, how many dates, I'm never enough for them. Lucy, never enough for her. Like, man, the pain, (laughs) the impossible wife. I should come out with a business called The Impossible Wife because that's what I get so often. My wife is impossible. Ryan, you, you don't see my wife. My wife? Guys who haven't had sex with their wife in years. Man, like, p- people beat themselves up not having sex for a week or a month. And there's guys who weeks, months, is normal. Years. But we hide that shit. We don't want our friends to know. We don't want nobody to fucking know that, man, my wife doesn't want me. My wife doesn't desire me. She doesn't look at me as a man. She sees me as a little boy still. And if I really get real with myself, I see myself as a little boy still. Why don't I grow up? My kids can't rely upon me. I promise them things and I don't follow through my word. I feel like shit. 
or maybe you're like me, got way too many fucking kids. One of my pains that's been off and on throughout my entire marriage is I don't even want these damn kids. But we can't say that. We can't say that shit in public. We can't say that to our friends. We can't say that in front of our church. I can't tell my wife that. You know how evil, how dark, how ashamed, how much everyone's going to judge me? Well, yeah, let them fucking judge me. Because at the end of the day, here's the truth. I'm not alone. Nearly every other man out there, I would dare to say every single fucking father out there feels the exact same way. Not all the time, and not to some extreme intense degree. Maybe it's just a little bit. But inside of each of us is this place of like, man, these kids are a pain in the ass. They are impossible. And my wife is impossible. I want to give up. I want to quit. This is not worth it. This is not who I married. She is not the woman I married. When I put a fucking ring on her finger, I said I do. There was some expectations. There was a word given. And she has not lived up to that word. Of course, at the end of the day, I get to look in the mirror. Through all the guilt and shame. And you know what? I have to swallow. Wow, I haven't lived up to the fucking word I gave. The man I was expected to be. Even before we ever had children, I was expected to be a badass dad. And guess what? Life got fucking hard. And it was hard to be a badass dad. Business. Working our asses off. And no matter how, I mean, for me, entrepreneurship has been the fucking, one of the biggest struggles. It's like no matter how much I grind, no matter how much I grind, sometimes it seems like I'm getting no traction. Sometimes it seems like, why am I doing all this? Why am I hustling my ass off for? Because there's seasons where it seems like I'm moving backwards. Where it seems like nothing's changing. Where it seems like no matter how much I do and how much I stay afloat, I only have this same shit to look forward to in the future. I feel like I'm drowning. And then on top of that, I'm like, man, why don't I just go out and get a regular damn job? Because at the end of the day, I'm this is way more work and way harder than a nine to five. And I sacrifice so much time with my kids, with my family, for myself. That feeling. Like I know men who make thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars a month and still feel like they can't make enough money. Not like not because they can't pay their bills, like they can't like they feel like the way people are looking at them and their wives and themselves and their peers and their friends, they feel like the small fish in the pond. They don't want to be seen. They hide. They hide until they think they can somehow arrive to some certain point. And for others, like me, it's like no matter how much I make and how much we make as a family, oh, that's a whole other pain. Man, we're going to something really big. But no matter how much we make, like still, in a couple of months, we know that somehow something's going to happen. Fucking car's going to blow up. Something's going to fucking happen. And then, damn it, we got to hustle our asses off again. It's like the never-ending cycle. And then here, here's a deep pain. I don't know if I've shared this much on this podcast. But I was a stay-at-home dad for a long fucking time. A long time. I got out of the military, and we did commercials in Los Angeles for a few years. 
but I wouldn't really consider that work. I mean, it was it was work. It just didn't feel like I was, you know, being the man providing for the family. And then I went through some injury stuff. And then I, I literally just got into entrepreneurship beginning of 2018. That was a year ago. And all this in-between season. Like, I would literally have people from my church who would live with me, stay with me, give me shit about not being the provider for the family. Oh, if I were you, if I was just taking care of my kids, I'd have a fucking six-pack. I'd be fit. I'd be ripped looking all like that. I would have this. I would have, I wish I, I wish I had more free time. I wish I didn't have these responsibilities. And I would get so fucking angry. And at the same time, at the very end of it, I'm like, shit, we are, well, we are struggling with our bills. And I know we have four kids and this is fucking tough. At the end of the day, I feel stuck. I feel lost. And then my wife is the breadwinner. For those who don't know, my wife's been coaching for a couple years now more and she's, she was doing fitness training before that and we we're all doing commercials as a family before that but i've been i want to say the beta in the family when it comes to making money it's that simple and i was like okay i'll be a stay-at-home dad i know and everybody here's what's fucking crazy like i was because i was proud there's a part of me that's very proud of being a stay-at-home dad. Taking care of all the kids, fucked up body. Like, that was, like, my biggest pride. No matter my body, I could be this dad for my kids. I wanted to be them, be there for them no matter what. And Lucy is super ambitious, crazy type A, want to take on the world, and she is. But that, that, just because I'm that proud doesn't mean there's whole not, this whole other part of me that feels super alone. Tell you what, I don't know any other stay-at-home dads. Maybe it's a popular culture. You see the dads, their fucking long hair and the backpack on, or the baby, what do you call it, baby Bjorn, whatever that they wear. That's popular. Okay, I haven't met those guys. And the ones I have, like, come across, they don't seem very inspiring to me. I'm, like, looking to the mirror. I'm like, damn, is that me? I'm not judging them. Or maybe I am. But I'm judging them because I'm, if, if I do, if I'm judging them because I'm seeing myself, I'm like, damn, this is not the man I want to be. This is not the man who commands inspiration and respect, and admiration, and everyone around him, and that would eat away at me, and all my friends are working, struggling to make money, struggling to survive with their families, and I can't even fucking connect or relate with them, because I'm like, well, I take care of the kids all day, and they're like, you know, they say some nice shit on the outside, and inside their hearts, they're like, fuck you, and so I would feel completely disconnected, and on top of that, (laughs) I meet new people, one of the first things that almost everybody, men or women, when I would meet them, and they'd find out, hey, they asked me what I do. I'm like, I'm a stay-at-home dad. I would share that with them. One of the first things that almost all of them would tell me is like, oh, that's, that's respectable. Yeah, okay. And that's why you had to tell me that, right? <laughs> oh, man. So if you guys can't tell, that was a very, very painful season for me. And I didn't even know it because I took so much pride in my kids and in being the stay-at-home father, being the father that I've always, yeah, always wanted to be able to be for them. Like, I, like moving around all the time as a little kid, like, I didn't have my dad there for me all the time. And I wanted to be able to be there for my kids all the time. At the same time, there was so much pain. 
so much guilt, so much shame. So whether it's my body, whether it's my faith, in my family, with my kids, my relationships, in church, my business, work, gosh, being deployed, how fucking much guilt and shame. Yes, this is pride. Being in the military, there's this pride of like, yes, I'm a fucking war hero. I'm doing this shit for the good of our country, I think, I hope. But really, at the end of the day, I'm doing this for the brothers and sisters that I am doing it beside. And yet, in each and every one of us, in my experience, there was this guilt and shame that we were either hiding or we were hyping it up. Talk about how badass our families were back at home. Or just fucking feeling guilt and shame, complaining, pissing and moaning about it. It's painful either way. But what I tell you is that this, it was true for every single one of them. They all had this pain. They all had the same pain. Not being able to show up to their family because they were deployed. The same pain. And so here's the principle, guys. Here's the lesson. You are not alone. This is why I do this podcast. I, I cut myself wide open for you and put my heart right out there so that you can see my pain. So that you see that you're not alone. So here's one thing I want to do. This just open up today as I watch my brother talk about his pain and how much he's been hiding because of his business. And I was thinking about this podcast. This podcast has been um, blowing up as of gosh, just the past, very recently. And some crazy stuff has been going on, on Facebook just the past couple of weeks, and it seems like everything just kind of come to a, a head. And there's a new opportunity that I want to create. So I never thought about coaching surfers before. But if you're listening to this and you connect with this, you resonate, there's a pain inside you that, hey, no one really knows about. I don't really get to share this with. And you don't know what to do with it. I mean, first of all, there's many groups. Even like just on Facebook, like what I do with Facebook is I put my pain out there. Everybody can see it. People, Some people think I'm just completely fucking crazy. I get that all the time. My in-laws were here at Christmas. They're like, I don't understand why you have to put all your shit on Facebook and and do all this and talk about your problems. The thing is, I don't talk about my problems. Like, I mean, I give you my pain, and I give you what's real. It's not my problem. It's my life, motherfucker. It's my life. You got the same shit, but you're hiding it. So I want to invite you to, if you if this resonates with you, email me at ryanplampycoaching at gmail.com. And if, I have no idea. There might be zero guys. There might be one, there might be 20, there might be 100. I'm not sure. But if I get at least a minimum of six, then I'll start a coaching group with surfers. We're not only, you're not alone, but we are not alone. But you get to be with each other, be accountable to each other. I do my coaching through Zoom and kind of like video call, Skype, Facebook. So it doesn't mean you have to be here in San Diego. 
I want to invite you to that. And no matter where you are, I want you to know that you are not alone. You don't have to hide. And you don't have to hide. Because I know from personal experience that hiding and hyping are the two loneliest places to be in existence. All right. I love you. I hope this resonates with you. And I would also I also want to invite you to yes, the coaching group. Just let me know. We'll set up conversations, we'll talk. I'm excited to get to know more of my listeners. I get to talk to one of them tomorrow. It's actually my first conversation that I'm setting up with someone who listens to my podcast. I'm super excited about that. I I had no clue when I started this podcast. It's just for me. And I'm like, I'll get a mess. I have a message. I'll get it out there. I had no idea it would resonate in hearts like it has. I'm excited to talk about talk to this brother tomorrow. Super excited. But I want to invite you to yes, email me. If you feel alone, this resonates with you. Email me. If whether it does or not, I still want to invite you to email me and give me your feedback. Tell me what you're hearing. All right, brothers. I love you all. And have a powerful rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Surfing Lessons Podcast. For more Lampy craziness, find my daddy on Facebook at Ryan P. Lampy. And have a powerful